Hello and welcome to Retrotainment. Back here with my co-host, Capital C, Capital O, Greg. How are you doing, buddy? What's happening, homie? Ah, nothing much, nothing much. Uh, we were going to be doing 90s films, but uh, after watching Hook last week, the two of us got into a bit of a uh, Robin Williams buzz, and we're like, um, maybe we'll just there. maybe we'll just stick with Robin Williams films. We'll stick with the 90s, but they're all going to be Robin Williams films this this month now. The goat of the 90s. Yeah, the, one of the top dogs in terms of memorability, maybe not in terms of acting ability. but Oh, his acting ability is, is, is very good as well. Like, it is very good, but when you're talking of you know, the top actors of the 90s, oh, you're yeah, no, probably not going to put him up there in that sense. But, De, Niro, De Niro, Pacino, things like that. I know they were 70s, 80s, 90s. Yeah, but like, you're ta- like even DiCaprio and stuff would be up there ahead of him probably. Um, yeah, yeah, probably coming into the late 90s. Yeah, I, th- I think he probably would be, um, but... There's no one from the '90s that doesn't remember Robin Williams no. as an actor. You've seen, you have to have seen some of his films. And, and if you say you don't, I'm gonna call you a blatant liar. Yeah, like I, I, I don't think I've ever met someone who's like I don't like any of his films. Maybe like sometimes I can see people being like oh, I don't really like that one or this one. Like, no, depending I know, on the type of film. But... I know my ma hates Mrs. Delphire. Hates it. Yeah, but I can see people disliking a film, but overall, I think everyone has a positive memory of his films. Yeah, like I know we done Hook last week. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. But like I remember watching that with Horror Ground Up, and it's 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 just yeah. I I I think a lot of people have a lot of love for Mrs. Doubtfire. It's probably it's not one of the highest on the list for me in terms of Robin Williams films, whereas lots of people have it right up there. But it's it's probably a mid tier one for me. It's a very creepy movie. Uh, yeah, it is in its own way, but uh, we'll keep we'll keep that one for another episode. Uh, this this week we are looking at the original Jumanji. The um, only Jumanji. No, well, I, the the new ones are good. To be fair, I actually quite like these new ones. I like I like the first one of the two with the Rock and Kevin Hart, Jack Black. Uh, second one I found just to be rehashed again. It was a bit rehashed, but I liked the you know, the humor, and it's good. I like bringing Danny DeVito and stuff into it. That's always a, a anything, anything with Danny DeVito. Is yeah, gold. you you have sold me when you get Danny DeVito in. Yeah, um, Rory McCann was very good in it as well. Yeah, I like I. That's what I mean. I th- I think it was a very. I think that was quite good. It's not as good as the first, but no. Um, I I, I like what they did with it. They can like it's it is a continuation of this film, so it wasn't a remake. Obviously, they go and make well, it's I, in a video game I and think, stuff. Which I think I The like. Rock had a, had a big part in that, didn't he? He didn't want to remake when they were originally meant to do what it was supposed to be. I, I don't think you can remake this because, as always, it's the same as um, obviously Aladdin where Will Smith had to fill in for Robin Williams as the genie. And, and he done an all right job, to be fair. That, a lot of people gave him shit. That's the thing. He did fine. Like, in in its own little bubble, he actually does very well in it. It's just you're being compared to Robin Williams. It's a tough No, no tough Don't get me wrong. Do. I... I was one of those people that gave him shit for it. Um, and then it's I watched natural, it again though. and I was yeah. like, it's, it's it's pretty all right. Like It's it's natural because you think back to Robin Williams as a genie and you're like, no, he's not as good. But the thing is... If, Robin Williams was just a voice in there. Well, the part was was written for Robin Williams. So, you know, yeah. when they were writing it, they had him in mind. So, um, But anyway, this film released on the 16th of February, 96. Um, Ratings-wise... Uh, 38 critics have it as 55%, which is quite low. I, I'm not surprised with that. Yeah, um, even the audience score isn't overly high on this. It's only 62%. Oh, um, that one I am surprised with. I was a little surprised at that, but I can I can see why there is some bits in it where you're just like, yeah, it's a bit... 
Yeah. Like, it's very, you know, oh, zany and just like, oh, yeah, like, this just works out. Um, The mosquitoes and things and then the the monkeys and things. Yeah, and things like uh, Van Pelt, like, when they they crash into into the shop in the car, you know. He's down for hours, but then he just knows exactly where to find them and stuff. Like there's, he, there's he's a, a master hunter. He is, but you know, he's also not in his element either. It's true. So like there, he can't track something that doesn't make tracks on a concrete road. Yeah, exactly. There, there's, there is things that I could see why it would get marked down. Um, I always still have a lot of love for this film. Oh, I still do, still do. I only watched um, it. I was only watching it tonight before we came on. Yeah, uh, box office wise, it was a big hit, two hundred sixty-two point eight million. Um, as we said, this is Robin Williams. At his pinnacle, really. Yeah, in and around these five or six years. This kind of five to ten year period, yeah. Um, he was gold. A, a couple of years before this and then up to about ten years after, yeah. Like, he, uh, just, he was hitting them out of the park. There's a few bad ones in there, but overall, like, it didn't matter if it was bad. It still made money because people went to see it because he was in it. Yeah, uh, like, there's there's a part of his career there coming to the end of this where he done one-hour photo on Insomnia. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of. Do you remember the movie from uh, What Lies Beneath with Harrison Ford? Yeah. It was the ultimate flip of a good guy to a bad guy. Yeah. And it's I was like, some, wow. And it's I was not like, so, yeah, it's not something you've seen too often from uh, from Ron Williams, him being the bad guy, was it? No. And he done it very well, too. It, uh, that's the thing, as you said, like he, in terms of acting, he is very good. Just yeah. in comparison to others, he's obviously he's a comedic actor. He can yeah. do the serious roles, but his main forte is obviously comedy he, because he's a comedian. He gave he gave a lot of people, including myself, a lot of laughs over the years. Yeah, he did. Um, and we won't get too much into it, but obviously, I think for a lot of people, he, his death helped a lot of people understand things like um, depression and things like that because they'd have been like, "Well, you know, he has everything, so what could he be?" you know sad about and you're like it's that's that's the thing it's well, it was material possessions i know he had a a, a serious illness he had a serious medical issue yeah but it just shows that you know it's not as simple as some people thought so i remember um, i remember sitting in my bed there's a rough when, time hearing about it all right wasn't it yeah, i was sitting in my bed and i couldn't sleep and i was watching i usually put on the american news because i could get it on one of the channels and it was like breaking i was nearly asleep it was like breaking news and i was like oh <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, and it's like a uh, legendary actor, Robin Williams, has passed away, and I was like, did not want to know that. Wish, wish I had to turn off the TV now. Yeah, no, it was it was a bad time for everybody. I think, and I think, as I said, we said earlier, like early '90s, everyone from the '90s really knew who he was and yeah. has fond memories of him. So, uh, that's why we were like, we'll we'll continue on with looking at his. his once stuff once in we the hit 90s. the first one, yeah. Once we hit the first one, yeah. Once like, the yeah. first one started, that we couldn't stop. Um, obviously, I love the way this starts, though. It starts uh, in, 19, in 1869, and I'd kind of forgotten this. It starts in 1869 with yeah. two boys out in the dark, and they're just like... Quick, the heart-strong carriage. Yeah. And they're like, bury it, bury it, and you can hear the drums, and you're like, whoa, I, I'd kind of forgotten about this. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. it gets, you know... goes to, well, what's supposed it to goes be hundred. Well, it goes to 100 years, uh, 100 years later, which is when we see Alan cycling around in 1969. Yeah, and which is which is supposed to be modern day when this film starts. Then yeah, it's it's the modern day of when the film starts. But I, what I love about this is that he's cycling around and like it's the it's you know that old timey thing of everyone knows each other and obviously his his family are well known because they're the like Paris shoes and stuff. But well, everyone they, knows they, them. They, they're like, oh they, hi, Alan. 
then the granddad set the town up, or was it the great granddad? Because Joan, the statue outside. The statue of him is there, yeah. Yeah. But like I just love that you know everyone's like oh hi Alan and they all know him as he's going along. So and that, then... that that immediately tells you he's the weird kid. Yeah, they he... kind of set set out that he's not particularly weird, but just you know he's obviously the the rich kid, so there's going yeah. to be uh, animosity the... towards him. Yeah, he's kind of the loner kid, isn't he? Yeah, and that's when he uh, we do we do see him get chased down on his bike by uh, this group of like five or six lads. Um, what I like here is that. He has the like a normal cycling bike, but they all all have the ones with like the loop on the back and the flag coming up. Like that was the cool bike of the sixties, you know. The gangster ones. Yeah, they were the gangster bikes of the sixties. You're like, oh yeah, that's why he doesn't have one. But uh, he obviously he goes, goes to his dad's he shop. He goes full belt. Yeah, he gets gets to his dad's shop, uh, and we are into the factory. And uh, I love he goes in here and we we meet Carl for the first time. The soul man. The soul man, which I love because he's the soul man, which is obviously soul music and stuff. Well, and you're talking. He makes the souls of the shoes. He makes souls of shoes as well. Yeah, I love that joke that they yeah. like. It's a, such a small little joke as well. And it goes easily over people's head. Yeah, it does. Um, and then obviously you know he, he gets fired because he shows him the runner. Well, he shows Alan the he shows yeah. Alan the runner. Then Alan puts it on the conveyor belt, and Carl takes the rap for it. Yeah, um, you have to wonder why that conveyor belt does. Must just cut up leather or something. Yeah, it must. It as must. to why it couldn't cut that shoe up, I don't know. Well, it did cut it up. It was in ribbons, like. No, yeah, but the machine stops. Yeah, I suppose it's probably used to cutting flat things rather than you know a fully shaped yeah, yeah. shoe. Right. Um, the one thing I do like here is just obviously you know you're talking early nine, like late nineteen sixties to early seventies, so it kind of. You know, it would have been tough for a coloured man to get a job at that time. So, like, yeah. that's a, it's a really big deal that Carl had that take, like, well, that he takes the rap for this as well. Did you notice that what he says to Alan? He says, these are going to be the next big thing. If we could get Wilf Chamberlain to wear a pair of these. Yeah. You'd want to make them in a better size 40, pal. Yeah. <laughs> They're a bit small, those ones now. Yeah, a big man. But Alan goes outside uh, and, you know, he gets beaten up by these... Uh, I, I love this when it does like, is he out there? They out there, but he just stand up to them. He just stood there, just yeah. stood there like a dope, and just gets the head punched off him. And then they steal his bike. <laughs> yeah, they were like, what a tick. Yeah, but th- they steal his bike, and then he hears the drums. Yeah, and he goes and finds the game buried in like. As to how those builders let him in there, or just didn't even notice him walking in, like. It was a different time, I suppose. Where's, they were just kind of like, hmm. "Where's the health and safety, lads?" Yeah. Well, you know, it was the it was the sixties, Greg. You know, there was no health and safety. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, he gets he gets the game and he goes back home and obviously he's at home with the and he hides the game under the the sofa and he get, he gets into a bit of an argument with the parents because you know they're sending, they're sending him to boarding school. They're going to send him to boarding school and he doesn't want to go and he gets into the big fight with the dad and he's like I'm never speaking to you again which is just you know it's typical that, teenager that dad, oh, like he plays a dickhead and everything. Yeah and he's a real dickhead in this because you know at the start you're just like he comes in he's like oh, I'm sorry I didn't realize there was more I thought it was just the one lad out there I didn't realize there was a gra- yeah, gang and you're like okay fair enough that's you know he's telling his son to stand up for himself fair enough but then he's like he kind of goes off on him. He's like, I don't want to go there. And he's like giving out to the wife and everything. He's like, shut up. You're like, Jesus, this lad needs to settle down here a bit. Calm it down there, pal. Um, but, um, but like, yeah. I wouldn't, if I, if my kid came to me and says, there's a guy outside who wants to kill me. I, I just can't win that fight. I'm not going to send him outside. 
No, I, I know you wouldn't, but like you can see when he first oh, apologizes. what he's trying to do. When he first apologizes, he's like, you know, you just need to go out there and stand up for yourself. And he's like, I didn't realize there was a group. And you're like, okay, fair enough. You didn't realize, so maybe that's your mistake. But you see he is a dickhead because he's like, you are going to that school. Because we all went. I hate that. I was only saying that to Zoe. Yeah. He says, I hate that. So where they're like, oh, well, I went here and your granddad went here and this person went here. Yeah, so fucking what? These were all happy to go there. I don't want to go there. Let me just go to where I want to go. Times change, pal. Yeah, but um, obviously the parents leave to go to whatever. To go to know, a party, Andy. Yeah, whatever party. And he's given a speech or something at it. So whatever it is. And Sarah knocks on the door as he's about to leave. Uh, and she can hear the drums of the game. What is so, that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he invites her in. He's like, right, let's let's play a, a quick game. So he, ta- he he's shown it to her and the die, like the... The characters just get sucked onto the board. Yeah, I, I love that for yeah. like the sixties and how well this was done. Obviously made in the nineties. Yeah. Like it's it's so well done. And then yeah. he's like, uh, "Okay, you go first. She rolls, and yeah. uh, we get the the bats coming down the chimney. Yes. Yeah, oh, I can't remember the the rhyme for the giant African bats. Yeah, that don't exist in America. Yeah, but, but I I, I love I love how this comes back into it later. Yeah, it does. They they don't just go past it. Yeah. And then he, he obviously rolls and you know he gets in the jungle, you must wait until the dice roll a five or an eight. Yeah. Um but didn't she, did she oh no, she rolls a seven, doesn't she, the kid? Uh yeah, she rolls a seven first, but he gets sucked into the game, which obviously, you know, is going to freak out Sarah. Oh how, how cool did that look for the early nineties though? It did look very good. But it freaks her out and then these bats come swarming down the chimney. So she just fates out of there. And you're like, okay. That's you know, I can I can see I can see somebody running out of the house for that, um, and then it just pans to. Be fair, to, to be fair bats are creepy as fuck, especially those ones. And you're in a house where you're not expecting it, and you've just seen a kid get sucked into a game. Yeah, but uh, it it pans to twenty six years later, and we see uh, Judy and Peter with their aunt. what you well what you expect is their mother at the start, and you learn quite quickly it's their aunt yeah. that their parents had died in a skiing accident. I love how she lies about it all the time. Yeah, like that's the that's the trauma that she's picked up is that she's just a compulsive liar now, you know. Oh, yeah. they were treasure hunters and we never saw them. And yeah. Pete, Peter doesn't talk to anybody. He hasn't talked to them since they died, yeah. He just talks. Well, he, ta- he talks to her all the time, but he just refuses to speak to anybody else. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, they have their own ways of dealing with it, but they get the house uh, cheap. And you know, on the on the chip. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that they they get in the removal guy because they hear something upstairs. And oh, they no, go they don't they him. see it? Yeah, well, they hear something upstairs, and Peter goes up and kind of he sees it and then runs out. He disturbs the batch here. He runs out, and then they go up, and they're just like, "Right, let's just close the door, and we'll call a a removal guy." Yeah, and but I like, love that he comes in and he's just explaining to them, "Yeah, like his dad killed him." probably chopped him up sure he could be hidden a hundred places here like these are children dude what are you why are you saying this to these I, young I li- children I literally said that to Zoe there I was like why would you even tell it but like when they show him the bat right he's yeah like, it's this one he's like they're Africanized bats a girl here said the scene he's here about 26 years ago would that not ring any bells that a kid has come in and said he's seen this bat here yeah and he's he's all dismissed her which is fair enough um but then this other kid, twenty six years later, tells you, and you're just like, "Yeah, no, you're just like that up me." Yeah, just. But not, uh, a, not a bat in sight. Yeah, they find they eventually find the game, in when they're meant to be going to school, 
Yeah. Um, and they can hear the drums, which is how they find the game. You know, they keep hearing it and they go. I love. Up eventually. I love how I love how Peter's pretending not to hear it. It's like you did hear that. And he's like, hear what? He goes to walk and he just starts drumming. Like, they go. but they go up. And I I love that they they go up and they you know they start playing, but the game is still being played. Yeah, so, they're trying to move the two pieces. They won't move, and then the yeah. other two come out and it's like, oh, it must be microchipped. Yeah, and uh, they like they start playing, and you know, Judy rolls first. Yeah, and she rolls a seven or whatever, and they get the that this brings out the mosquitoes. Yeah, it's itch, it's itch is worse than it's by, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. And she hits one of them out the window with the tennis racket, and the other two go with it. The other two just follow it out. So, like, you're in a pretty decent start. Then Peter rolls, and he rolls double ones. Yeah, and we get the monkeys. Yeah, who who are well, a gr- like a great part to this film. Like that, they're, they're, they're in so it very, they're in it very sparingly. But what they do in it is so valuable, and you know that if this was made, like if this was made for the first time today, they'd have been a huge hit. Oh, they would have, have been like the millions their, and all, yeah. They would have got their own spin-off show and everything, you know. The um, they, I think this is the only one that tells you exactly what's coming out of the game. Yeah, uh, because it says in the in the better moves post haste that the monkeys will slow your expedition. Yeah, it tells you the actual thing. Yeah. And then you hear the, the, the disturbance downstairs and the monkeys are going mental in the kitchen. Throwing knives at them and everything. You're like, oh. And then right. that monkey burns himself. He, but he thinks it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> but like that, mon- that monkey looked fierce evil throwing the knives, didn't he? Yeah. The, the evil monkey from Family Guy, you know? That's him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, he obviously rolls again and this time... Oh, no, he he, yeah, but this is where they notice it in the second part of the game, the second yeah. part of the board. If you roll doubles, yeah, you it, get another you get, go. Well, they already knew that if you roll doubles, you get another go, but they find out that the only way to end the game and it's go to back to the way the things were is to finish it, get to the end, call out Jumanji, and it, yeah. you'll return to where you were. So he rolls a five, and <laughs> the next thing to come out is a big old lion. This is the, the he likes the way you taste, so you yeah. better move post haste. Taste, yeah. And you know they they run away from the line, and obviously I, Alan gets out as this well. Is, this is terrifying now. Like as a kid, like when you see the line, you see the tail drag along the the shadows, the piano, yeah. and then the, the claw comes down. You're like, oh shit! And then when he comes out of the the darkness, yeah. do you know what it always reminded me of? It was done kind of similar to. Do you remember the wolf in Neverending Story? Yes, yeah, exactly like that. But uh, he comes out, and then obviously Alan comes in to to make the save. I love this though, where he's like, ha, ah, ah, ah. and then he was like, he's watching the the the, the line. He fires the knife at the ground, jumps up, hangs onto the thing. The line slides in into the into the master bedroom, and just then just stays the there. Just closes the door, and then two claws marks come out. They yeah. got really close to his face too. But then the line is the line's kind of happy there once he's settled in. Do you know? Ah, this is got a nice, nice little, comfy bed, nice little spot. Uh, Alan obviously realizes that he's now back in the real world, and he's like, which one are you rolled? A five or an eight, she's like he did, and he's chasing, chasing little Peter around. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. I didn't mean to scare you. Oh, I've been stuck in there for the last what? couple of years. Where are my parents? here? like they're gone. Yeah, uh, I, I love like this. Twenty-five years ago, mate. Yeah, he's running around. He's like, "Mom, Dad, I'm home." Yeah. I love that he he goes and uh, you know shaves, but he's obviously never learned to shave. So like he has the. Well, the... he hasn't. He hasn't even shaved yet because he runs out, and it would meet Carl. Again. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he runs out. Well, he opens the he opens the kitchen and sees the monkeys as well. 
No, the monkeys are gone. They run the monkey, out. Yeah, the monkeys go when uh, Peter looks out just before he rolls the second one. Does um, he? The last one gets out when he opens. Oh the yeah, the la- he opens the fridge. Yeah. Yeah, the fridge freezer and the little <laughs> monkey runs out. Yeah, um, but, uh, but yeah, he he goes outside and we bump into Carl. The cop car is gonna knock him down. He jumps on the bonnet. Yeah. What years it? it was brand new? No, no. What year is it now? Uh, nineteen ninety six. What? Yeah, yeah it's, it's ni- uh, It's ninety four. Is it? No, ninety five. It's ninety. It's ninety five. Yeah. Is what it is. And he's like, you've been. He's like, whoa. Yeah. And he, he, you know, the kids come out and they're like, come on now, back inside with you. I love, I love how he looks and he realizes the name. Yeah. And he's like, Car- Car- Carl Brewster, the soul man. But he doesn't say it. And then the monkey's getting the car in the cop yeah. car. And he's like, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> what's wrong? Is he, is he okay? Oh, he had a bang on the, the head. And then yeah, the car no. obviously drives off. And the, the monkey the gun goes shoots off. the shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. And then the car drives off. Poor Carl has to go chasing it. You stay right there. Yeah, I'm going to stay here. Yeah, good luck to that. Yeah. But uh, the, he goes in, you know, he shaves himself off and all that. And I they're know, like, come on. He, yeah, even still before then, though, like they go along and they go into the old Paris shoe shop and he meets the homeless fella. Oh, yeah, they, they do. No, does is that not after he shaves? No, no, no. He's still, because he's still wearing his... Oh, he is. Yeah, he, that's right. He runs into, he they're running in. around trying to find everyone. And I love I love this interaction he has with the homeless fella in the in the shoe shop. Real generous fella. Because he's like he tells the dog to settle down and he has a nice little setup in there now. He's dry, yeah. he's warm. And he's like, Do you want some tea or whatever? And he's like, You're gonna freeze. And he gives him clothes. Like, top drawer, yeah. homeless fella there. Real, real nice fella, yeah. And he was like, um, do you ever see them around? He's like, Yeah, I see them over on Adam Street. Yeah, and he goes down and it's obviously the graveyard. The graveyard there. This is probably a bit where it gets marked down because the parents you're kind of looking at and you're like, how old are they meant to have been when he is like, te- like whatever, 10 or 12 or whatever age he's meant to be? Probably 40s. I, I didn't pause it to see, but, you know, they, they died. He's been gone 26 years, but he was still only quite young. They, not, they died in 91. Yeah, but if you're thinking he's gone... 26 years. He's gone 26 years, you know. What, how old were they in 1969 that, you know, they were gone by 91 sort of thing? Uh, I mean, they're both so. gone within three months of each other. Yeah, which which is, I don't, I don't think that's an issue, but you're kind of like, did they die in their like early 60s or like mid 60s or whatever, which maybe was a bit more common back then. But even by the 90s, you were kind of, people were kind of living to 70 yeah. or 80. So, well, I, I'd say the way they look, they don't say anything, but like the three months in between, you'd say one bro died of a broken heart. Sort of thing, yeah. But I just, I w- that might be where some marking gets down because you're like, how old are the parents meant to be or whatever, yeah. you know? Um, But yeah, he eventually, you know, he realizes his parents are gone. He goes home, uh, shaves terribly. Oh, it's so bad, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's like, you have to it's ask like why that... there was a razor in there, though. Um... Yeah, well, he could have. <laughs> it could have been just in the house, possibly. But yeah, he he shaves terribly, and they're like, "We need you to finish the game, or we need to finish the game." And he's like, "I'm not going to play, but I'll watch." Yeah, I, I'm just not. No, I'm not doing that. No, yeah. no, get that yeah. thing away from me. Yeah, I'm. I'm not playing. But he like they roll the dice, and nothing happens. Move. Rolling the dice, nothing happens, and they're just like, and "I think you get... need to play." He looks and he realizes. Those two chips are there. He's like, you're still playing the game I played all those years ago. And they're like, yeah. okay, your turn. And he's like, mm-mm, 
Not my turn. Not my turn. Well, whose turn is it? Sarah's. Sarah Whittle. So they have to go find her. Uh, and this is when we see the mosquitoes out and about wrecking people in the cars. It's, it's just, just people having weird. like, um, you know, attacks and stuff. And they're, they get into one of the cars and it's like uh, piercing the window and piercing the roof. Well, even of the that, car even and that's, that's when they're on the way back from the graveyard. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Like just yeah. how dangerous. They just tie everything it. in. But they, they go off and they find Sarah and they go to someone who can, you know, a fortune teller. I love how they knock the door and all, right? And she barely opens the door as if she's afraid to come out now. Yeah. And then but, they're like, and it's like, it's me. Yeah, you, play, you played a game 26 years ago uh, and the boy got suck, sucked into it called Jumanji and stuff. So that he kind of kidnaps her a bit here. But she collapses. Yeah, and then he picks her up and carries her back to the house. Right. You're like, yeah, I don't know if that's okay. It's probably um, not going to be allowed. You're probably going to jail for yeah. that, pal. But I like that when she wakes up, the first thing we see is her on the phone to the um, her, shrink. To her, her shrink. And she's like, yeah, I'm after putting in 2,000 hours to convince me that that game doesn't exist. Your dad killed you. And like all of that stuff that I thought happened, that wasn't real. Um, and it just shows you how the power of this game, because obviously she plays one turn of it. Oh, and yeah. it completely ruined her life, like. Yeah, well, you, like to be fair, you just seen a, a friend of yours get sucked into a game. You get chased out of a house by uh, African bats. Yeah, something's um, not right. <laughs> yeah, but he shows her the game, and she kind of freaks out again. And he's like, "You need to roll." And they give her the dice, and she's like, "Nope." And he, goes, I, I love that. Alan's. It's it's the real childish thing. Okay, go on. I'll take the dice. And she goes to hand him. He moves his hand. He just turns his hand, doesn't he? Whoops. Yeah. Looks like you're in. Uh. uh so this is, it's it's so good. And, you know, this one, we get the vines coming out. Yeah. And they're, like, staking through the house. And, Al, and like, Al, Alan Alan knows everything about them because he's been living in it, you know, and he's like, just watch good. out for the, the yellow ones. The purple ones will shoot uh, a thing at you that will poison you. But watch out for the yellow ones. They eat you. Yeah. And, uh, like, you don't hear anything more. That's it. And then it grabs uh, <laughs> grabs poor Peter, drags him under the carpet, under the sofa, under everything. He's just getting wrecked. Yeah. Thank God there's that sword there for uh, Peter to pick up. Uh, Alan. Or sorry, for Alan to pick up and just slice it down. Yeah, it's 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 done very, very well. Yeah, like you can tell it's paper mache now. Yeah, but back then, yeah, it looks great. But, then uh, obviously we uh, get we get a few more rolls. Um, obviously, it's Peter's Peter's role next. Um, and this is where we get Van Pelt. Alan's role, isn't it? Or sorry, it, it's Alan's role and we get Van Pelt coming out here uh, and I love that Van Pelt comes out and he's just like, oh, Peter already, or Alan already knows. He's like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> he hunts for sport. All right, I'm getting out of here, so. <laughs> and he does, like, he, you know, he makes the quick escape. Yeah, the, um, bullet, the bullet hits the wall as he's walking out. Yeah, and then obviously Carl sees uh, Van Pelt again. The one, the one thing I didn't like about this was to use the dad to play Van Pelt. Yeah, but I think that was kind of, I think that was done on purpose. You know, like the thing Alan feared was his dad. Oh, yeah, no, so, that's, that's 100% the reason. It's the manifestation yeah. of his dad's anger and stuff. Yeah, yeah. but I just didn't like it. Yeah, uh, it's, I, I can see what they were going for. But yeah, I, I it probably would have been better to yeah, maybe get, get somebody else. else. Yeah. But I, I think he does the role well as as well. Oh, he does. Yeah, him. no, he's he's a good actor. But as I says, he, he plays an arsehole and everything. Yeah, but I love that he's he's out here shooting this gun, 
and uh, Carl is like, hey, stop shooting that gun. And he just fires at him as well. Poor old Carl has a rough all day, doesn't he? He's a rot- rotten day, he does. Poor fella, his car's in bits. It's, you know, been stolen by monkeys. Uh, yeah. Keeps running into this weird character that's obviously Alan, and every time he does, something bad happens to him. Yeah, and he makes reference to it every time. Yeah. But I, I like that Alan comes back and he jumps back in the window. Uh, he's lost, like he's managed to... Give him give, the slip. Give Van, well, Van Pelt has no uh, weapons anymore, so he has to go off to the shop. I love that. Mm. Give me these bullets. Uh, you know, they stopped making those like 50 years ago. All right, I'll need a new gun. So he puts the gun and it gives him like a sub-automatic machine gun. He has these like gold coins. He's just like, close the door. Let's sell this lad whatever he wants. Yeah. I, I love his little grunt. Mm. Yeah. The, ne- the next role is obviously uh, goes on to um, Judy's role again here. <laughs> She gets a stampede and the little bird, the pelican comes out, she picks up the game and just off he goes with it. I love how they're like, it's a, sta- it's a stampede. Yeah, just Alan just shouts it, stampede. And nothing's happening. Like nothing's got, everything's gone by them. They're safe enough. Like. Yeah, he gets into the side and it just runs straight through them. Yeah. And then they're like, uh, then the pelican just stops and you're like, no. Yeah. Takes it and then they have to go, they have to go chasing this pelican around now. Oh, did, no, we missed one, didn't we? Um, uh, Alan, uh, the, the kids are out because he gets turned into a monkey. No, that's that's a bit later because that's when they're out and about. They have to go out, they have to go out and get the game yeah. back from the pelican now. That's so right, Alan yeah. goes and chases it. Then they go and chase Alan. And yeah. they find him at this stream where he gives the fish that he catches directly out of the stream. Just, yeah. here, I'll give you this. And the pelican knocks it into the water. And this is when uh, Peter goes across the branch Oh yeah, he leans down. That's right. Yeah, leans down, picks up the game, and you know the you know, Sarah and Judy are like, "Oh, well done, well done." And Peter's just like yeah. really chuffed with himself. And then Alan comes over and he goes, "Yeah, good job. Let's go." And you can kind of see how his dad's rubbed off on him. Like he's he never got that affection from his dad, so yeah. he now feels that awkwardness of giving an affection to uh, a male. Yeah, an email. He feels very you know weird about the whole. Male showing male an, thing, yeah. yeah like any sort of positive reinforcement of any male around him he just doesn't really get it but uh, as they're walking back Carl uh, Carl bumps into them again and he's like great this time on the side of the road yeah. this time you're getting in here with me uh, and you know it looks like he's going to kind of argue with him looks like he's going to but then Alan hears the the shots hitting the ground around him yeah, and he's it's... like I better get in that car He's like, I'll, I'll get in there. And he turns to them. And he's like, Van Pelt. Whispers it to them. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay. I love it. It's like, it's it's a silence going on here. Yeah. So I'm getting in. He gets in. And this is when Peter, he's Peter's like, opens the game. And he looks and he's like, oh, I only need a 10. So he's like, I'll try and roll a 12. Now, why he tried to roll a 12 is beyond me. He only needs a 10 gets, anyway. Yeah, but he gets another go, doesn't he? Yeah, but he only needed you, ten. You, so. you can't, you can't finish on a double either. Do, I don't know if they say that, but it, why is he trying to roll a twelve anyway? You only need a ten, like. But he, he, you know, and I kind of think this is a bit silly. You know, I tried to roll a twelve. Yeah, I don't see the problem with this. Um, he held the dice in the wrong. He tried to cheat. Yeah, they say he tried to cheat, but when you're rolling dice, you're always trying to roll a specific number. 
I know yeah, what he, they're he saying said, is that he they, says he tried they, to do it in a way. Yeah, but they don't like you know everyone's trying to roll a certain number. The one thing here is that this is his second turn. Third, no. Well, third because he rolled doubles, so he got two, and then he got a five. So he rolled so far. He's rolled a seven, and this is his second turn. And he's like, if I roll a twelve, I can complete the game. And you're like, man, this game's really short. Fucking dangerous as fuck, though. It's very dangerous, but I mean, it's it's a very short game if you're now you're getting to the end with less with a with like less than twenty. If you roll doubles and doubles, like 10, 10, game over. It's all over, man. No one else gets to play. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a yeah, bit weird, all right. He starts turning into like it. You know, it gets the message of uh because you tried to, you know, basically you tried to cheat. Uh, your t- like time will start turning back for you. So he starts turning into a monkey because obviously humans evolved from, yeah, like gorillas and things like that is the idea. But uh, they they go into they go into the town to like make their way back, and Van Pelt kind of, well the stampede comes along so they get split. Oh, and then in the car and he's under the he's in the under the pe- the pedals of the car. Yeah, and he has the game, and Van Pelt comes over and he's like, I'll have that. Because that's what Alan's gonna go for. So I'll I'll take that. Thank you. Yeah, I don't, I didn't quite understand that. See, that's the thing. Van Pelt just is there. He's just always there. Which yeah. I know, like, oh, he's a master tracker, but it's like uh, I don't know how you're tracking these people in this time. Yeah, it's a bit weird, all right. Yeah, but he, you know, Van Pelt takes the game, and he's like, I'm gonna get Alan to come to me now. Um, yeah. and while all that's happening, Alan's in the car with uh with Carl and he's explaining to him he's and like then you, and then you get that moment you, they called you the soul man and Carl's like jeez yeah they did call me the soul man I remember I love it and he's, he just looks in the mirror and he's like it's me Alan, Alan. he yeah. looks creepy fuck. just jams on the brakes here yeah, he what do you mean screaming. it's you Alan yeah <laughs> what do you mean it's you Alan you've been dead for 26 years kid yeah probably uh, not pal <laughs> no I've been trapped in the jungle mate but uh, yeah, Van Pelt takes the thing, and they, you know, we get the scene in the, in the shop, I love where every, everyone's like looting and stuff, you know, and uh, they they get the game back from Van Pelt, and he says to Sarah, he's like, Alan's gonna come get you, so I'm gonna keep you, and then she manages to get the game to Judy, who is running along and has it in the trolley. They're playing, <laughs> yeah, they're playing push pass, yeah, yeah, just keep it away, and then, um. Peter's come up with this idea of, you know, this the, is a genius. The two gas tanks, the boat, and the, the gas tanks, and they, it's not, it's like a blow up a speedboat sort of thing. Is and it not a two, canoe? No, it's like a speedboat sort of thing, and then gas canisters, and then he puts on the the, the welder's the, the welder's helmet and just hits them, just it, crashes through that belt. Is it? Does he hit them or doesn't he pull the the weight bench? He pulls the weight bench, which like yeah. knocks them, and then it, and you, you just see him going. Uh, and he's put this slippy stuff on, like he's put like uh, washing up liquid or something. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is, like detergent of some sort on the floor, uh, real green stuff. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think I've ever seen detergent that vibrantly green. And he, but... he ends up in the paint as well. Yeah, he gets knocked back into the paint, and you know it looks like they're they're on their way. Well, Van Pelt uh, corners them again, and you think, well, they're in trouble now because Van Pelt is after. He shoots the tires. Or yeah. the, the thing holding up the tires, which then chases them down. And it looks like he's about to end them. Uh, but here comes uh, Peter in the car, which he's Alan. handcuffed, or Alan, Alan in the car, which he's handcuffed Carl to. Yeah, and, it's just an old classic switcheroo. Yeah, just drives straight in, knocks over the uh, shelves onto 
Van yeah. Pelt and like how, all these paint how cans that not and hit everything. Anybody that's looting. Well, they all ran out when Van Pelt started firing the gun. I think didn't they? Yeah, or but most I'd of them still, do. I'd still say there'd be people there, but yeah, sure. yeah. But like, I like that you know, all of this stuff falls on them, and it's all paint cans and heavy stuff. And you know that knocks him out for a little bit, which is fair enough. Uh, then he just wakes up a little while later, and he's just like, "I know where they are." You're like, "How are you not dead?" He obviously has a sense of the game or something. Yeah, I think he's probably got a you know a sense to Peter, like he's yeah. part of the game. So you know, when you play a video game, you know, oh, I escaped him. How did he find me here? Well, the, the NPC knows where you are. Yeah, it, they just know, and like that's what he is. He's an NPC, like yeah. Um, but they get back to the, they get back to the house. Uh, but on the way, Alan has a little heart to heart with Peter. But at the start, and he it's rips a very, his tail out. <laughs> yeah, but it's very, you know, it's his dad talking to Peter the first it's, time. It's he's the like, that same conversation. Yeah, he's like, you, you need to man up and you need to you know, do this, do that, and like stop crying and this, that, and the other. And then he's like, 26 years away from my dad, and I still turned into him. Hmm. And he realizes, and he's like, listen, nobody's mad at you. We'll get this sorted. And then Peter whispers something to him. And he's like, oh. And you're kind of like, what the hell is this kid after whispering? And he looks over at the two girls. And he's like, okay. And you're kind of like, you're kind of thinking, you know, is it that he's, you know, he's a young lad and he's like, oh, I kind of fancy your one Sarah. Obviously not the other one because it's sister. So you're just like, that must be what he's going to whisper here. Nope. Tail. <laughs> Popped it out there. Yeah. Just wander around with that tail now. You're sorted. Why is how uncomfortable that would have been? Yeah, I'd imagine it wasn't very comfortable when it was just, you know, tied up in his trousers like that. So I was wrecking him. But uh, they, they get back and the house is absolutely covered in vines. And Alan with the, the great line, I feel right at home here. <laughs> it's perfect, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but this is when, you know, it's t- back, to, uh, back to Sarah here. She rolls monsoon time. Uh, a little rain never hurt nobody. No, yeah. but a lot can kill you. Yeah. And he's he's not right. A lot could kill them. His one-liners um, in this are brilliant. The one thing here is with this monsoon comes the alligators. Crocodile. I d- see. I think he she calls them crocodiles, and he corrects her to say that they're alligators. Yeah, well, the the they are crocodiles, but he corrects yeah. her and says they're alligators. Yeah, in the in the the way the shape of the face is, it's a crocodile. Is, yeah, that's and that's what I thought for ages, and then he corrects her and says, "No, that was an alligator." Yeah. Yeah, well, he, like, oh, he, yeah, technically he is wrong, but he would be right in terms of being in the jungle. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's it's probably just easier to just go with it. I think the, I think it was just him trying to argue, basically. Yeah, but I love this. Like you know, he they get them up onto the chandelier and stuff. And then he like, he dives back into the water to wrestle with them. Yeah, it's just mental. It's, yeah, and then obviously Carl and the the ant. Carl has run into the ant on the. The way home, and his car has been sucked in by these vines. And he's like, hey, Do you know I've gone over to that old parish place? Oh, that's my house, right? So they off they go, and he's like, I've always wanted to do this. And it looks like he's you know, he's gonna shoot the door handle off, takes the gun out, and everything. He's like, The little drips of water start coming out, and he's like, Um, what's going on here? Stand back, <laughs> and just the whole pit, like it just erupts out. And it's so good, isn't it? Yeah, like P- peers managed to keep hold of the game. And you see, the funny thing here is that you see them going down on like the door and the alligator, the crocodile, whatever they want to be, just goes by them and they're like, ah! 
<laughs> I love that she screams and he looks over and then he screams and his scream like he he screams loads in this film and every time it's just so funny like I don't know it's just his face his expression is so funny the one now when he looks in the mirror and Alan's like it's me Alan yeah it's the, and it's the same thing all the time it's just so he does it so so well yeah but uh yeah they, you know they they continue playing the game they get up into the attic and uh he who rolls here now? Alan is it Alan rolls and uh, he gets the quicksand. He gets the quicksand and he sinks through the thing. <laughs> Floorboards and his face is just. What I like here is that he sinks through those, but then later on we see that he's just you know sunk down into the next part of the house. So if he'd yeah, gone so... through, if he if they just let him go through the whole way, he would have just been on downstairs. Yeah, but they didn't know that. I know they didn't know it, but like you 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 notice it, um, and to tr- to stop this happening. Um, they roll quickly. Yeah, like they're like right. We'll, we'll roll quickly to stop the quicksand, which seems to be the way it works. So they Judy rolls, and a lot of spiders show up. Yeah, eight, these eight, these eight, look these look terrible. What to was be it? Honest. Eight legs, eight eyes, two fangs, and something else. Yeah, something about poison. Or something. Yeah. And th- these look terrible. Like this is probably the worst animation in the film. Is these spiders? Oh, desperate. Yeah, they look yeah, very. The very lion. Bad. The lion looks quality. For the, the time, yeah, the line looks brilliant. That this is probably the worst of the animation. Everything else, I actually think, looks quite good. The mosquito, apart from being five feet tall, yeah, but I think that's kind of, like I think they wanted that to be the illusion. Oh yeah, it yeah. was a massive thing. But um, um, yeah, the monkeys were okay. They're not awful. The spiders are by far the worst. Yeah, but I love that Peter says to, uh, sorry, Alan says to Peter, he's like, "Go and get the axe." My dad used to keep one out in the. In the shed. So he, he runs down. And he goes out to get the axe and like he looks at the shed and it's locked and he's like, crap, the shed's locked. He tries so he to pick, kick it. Kicks it once or twice, doesn't work. So he picks up the thing next to it, starts hitting it, hits it once, hits it twice. And you're like, this kid has the axe. What's he doing? And after the third one, he looks at it in his own hands. And I love this because it's the only time they really break the fourth wall. He just he, shakes his head. He looks at it, shakes his head and then looks at the camera to just like, you know, just tell you Okay, yeah. yeah, I know I've been an idiot. And he yeah. turns around and rushes back in. Yeah, I love it though. He's like they're there swinging and he just keeps missing. These things are about four feet tall. Yeah, but uh, as he's running back, the the ant oh, is actually, back in the isn't house. Is the thing Sarah's arms are in the floor now as well? Yeah, she's stuck in the floor as well. Yeah. But like as he runs back in, he sees the ant and she's like freaking out. She opens her bedroom door, big old lion in there. So, so he just <laughs> he pushes her into this uh into like hey, this hey, closet Nora. thing. Just pushes her into the closet, locks her in. I'll explain later. Sorry. <laughs> he runs up and you know he starts swinging the axe very wildly. Not not great at all here. These um, spiders are big too. Like yeah. So the next role is his. Yes. And no, it'd did... be Judy's. No, because Judy rolls for the spiders. Or the spiders. Sorry. Yeah, Alan or thing gets um. That's what I'm trying to remember here. What does he roll? He gets the... Oh, he gets the vines. No. The earthquake. That's what it is, where the house splits. splits. And Alan becomes free again. No, wait. That's not him. It is, yeah. No, that's her, isn't it? No, that's him. No, I think Sarah rolls for that. The earth... Splits when Sarah rolls it, I think. Or did Alan roll the double? Or did Ting roll the double? No, because Judy, Judy... I just watched this. I should know. <laughs> I And I think 
I think I did remember this where I was like, oh, does this, does it just skip his turn? Oh, no, yeah, he misses a turn, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, because he cheated. No, what was it? No, he he does roll. Sorry, he does roll. And what he rolls says something about, uh... oh, no, sorry, he rolls the spiders. Because when Judy rolled, she rolled something about go back a turn. Her message was something to do with if you go back a turn. Um, oh, yeah. So nothing kind of happened for hers. Then he rolls and the spiders show up. That's what it is, yeah. So they have to get the game over to Sarah now and they put the dice in her mouth. Put the dice in my mouth. <laughs> oh, no, she she has one hand, doesn't she? No, so she has she, two hands. So she's like this in the ground holding Alan. Yeah. And so Alan's she, like Alan's face is stuck. And he's like, put the dice in your mouth. Yeah, so she spits the dice into the into the game and you know splits yeah. the game. Like they think she needs like a five or something. She rolls like a three. And yeah. they're just like, oh my god, it's never gonna end. The earthquake and, comes then and I don't know if it's an earthquake, it's just like the earth just splits. It's not an actual quake well, or yeah. anything, it just splits. But well, it does state that the earth will quake. Yeah, I d- but there doesn't seem to be much uh, like Alan, the spi- Alan spiders falls. All falls down, but he manages to keep a hold of the game. And the vine. Yeah, that's how he's swinging on the vine. The line is over there and he's like, oh. He does the old Tarzan, doesn't he? Yeah. But uh, then he has the dice in his hands and Van Pelt shows back up and he's like, that's it. Game over. And he's like, drop whatever you have. So Alan just drops them and you see the first dice drops and it, it rolls a one. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that is not good. You are in a lot of trouble here. You need the five. Well, they're also in trouble here because Judy has been shot by the uh, the, the poison vines, so she yeah. can't roll her next roll. Yeah. So they're kind of like, we need to end here. Um, oh, we missed it, a bit where the plant comes out of the fireplace, didn't we? Yeah, and it shoots Judy. No, with the big one that tries to eat her. No, that's the the big one tried to eat. Uh, that's early on. That that one tries to eat Peter. Oh, it's yeah. So that's what dragged one. him. That's the dragged him across. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, he, you know, his dice is like, Dropping down, 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 and you're like, "Oh, what's going to happen here?" And it and stops, and it rolls, and it keeps going. It, it eventually hits a five. But while while that's rolling, I love that Van Pelt is like, "Have you got any last words?" And uh, Alan, you know, Alan just knows the character automatically moves, so he looks down. Jumanji, and he's Jumanji. Uh, and that's huh? the only, I I don't like that because you know it's meant to be call out the game's name. He just kind of whispers it. Yeah. Well, but, I suppose there's nothing to say that you have to scream it out. No, but you know they they said call out the game's name. I think it would have been better if they had him, you know, whisper it. Well, if he whispers it, and then when Van Pelt goes, huh, he shouts it. Yeah, and then like Van Pelt shoots. Yeah, Van Pelt shoots. Uh, I love how this is done, though. And the game right, starts. Yeah, it's yeah. right up at his head, and it just starts to fade away. And Van Pelt looks really confused. Yeah, and, and then just every, every you see like him getting sucked towards the game. And then you see the elephants getting sucked back into it. Yeah. Uh, the mosquitoes, everything gets sucked back into the game. And then the last bit is Van Pelt's head just kind of yeah. stuck there. Ooh. And he's gone. But he gets sucked down into it, yeah. And then we return back to 19, uh, 1969, which it, and we see Alan and Sarah, both kids. And they're like, his dad comes back in and, you know, Alan's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean what I said. And, you know, actually... I need to tell you that it was me that put that run on the conveyor belt. Yeah, and he's like, well, it's only been 20 minutes. Yeah, but I like that, you know, here he's learned, you know, to take responsibility. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to cover for Carl here. 
Yeah. Um. So who knows what Carl went on to do? But presumably, you know, he went on shoot. to be a cop. No, but presume presumably he goes on to be a big salesman because you know the shoe he creates is basically the modern day runner. Yeah, and it looks so, per- it looks perfect. It looks like a pair of Jordans, doesn't it? Yeah. So I presumably he goes on. He gets to show them the actual thing instead of getting fired. He gets to show them it, and they go on to make multi millions. You know. Yeah. Because business, he's still in the shoe business all those years later when he's an adult. Yeah, and the town is prospering. Yeah, I do like that they go off here and they, you know, they're like, right, we better throw this game. So there's hoof it into a river. Yeah, it's just or a lake or whatever it is, just hoofed in there. And uh, you know, this is they obviously you know they go on to be childhood sweethearts, get get married, and they're she's she's heavily pregnant. And I was kind of like, oh, I wonder if they're gonna go with the idea that she gets kids are there. I was wondering the first time I like not the first time I watched it because I obviously wouldn't really have been thinking about it back then. But when I rewatched it, I was like, I wonder was the plan ever to be have the Jack and or uh, to have Judy and Peter be their kids. That would have been the way to do the second one. That's how you would have continued it because they then find the game and they bring it home and they start playing and the parents are like, no, don't you play that. Idiots. But, but they've already rolled. Yeah, And I, I was thinking maybe that's where they're going to go. Um, but obviously they don't. Uh, Peter hires some some guy who's in marketing, yeah. which he's he's been told when he visits his dead his parents back in nineteen ninety. Well, I say back, but like it's, it's in the future. Ni- it's now ninety five. Yeah, but he visits the parent his parents when they were dead when he was an old man, and you know he's like, oh well, you see, um, he gets explained to him like our parents were in marketing, our dad was in marketing, and this that and the other. So he hires him. Yeah, and they're like, like, "Oh, we're, th- we're thinking about going for a, a skiing holiday." No, no. <laughs> but uh, okay, okay, we can start tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but he uh, he does, you know, mention they're like, "Oh no, we we know the kids because you've you know you've told us so much about them and this that and the other." And it's like, mm, it's a bit weird that you know that much about their kids. You must be Peter, and you must be Judy. Yeah, and the kids don't remember them at all, which is the one thing I do like about the newer one, where the kids and the adult do remember each other. It's a little bit different because obviously that's in a video game. Yeah. So I can see where that, but I think that's a better ending is having them remember each other. Even if, in, even if Judy and Peter only remember them as, you know, oh, I know them, but don't remember how they know them. Yeah. I've met you before. Yeah. I think that would have been a good way to. The only, thing, of, I, the only thing I will say, I said to you before we come on, it does kind of break that time travel rule. Yeah. Well, also his parents are still alive. Yeah. But that's the, no, so that might be before because they're generally about to go skiing. So that'd probably be the week beforehand, say. Yeah, but his parents are meant to have died in 91. Who, Alan's? Yeah. Alan's parents aren't there already. No, but that's who he's on the phone to. Because he says, I'll see. Oh, yeah, but see, they they said that he put all his money and all into trying to find Alan. He just gave up. So he wouldn't have given up. Exactly, yeah. But, you know, his parents died in 91 in the the original part of it. So the timeline has already changed because his parents are still alive, like. Yeah, well, he hadn't gone, so... Yeah, exactly. So it's, it has changed. Presumably, Carl's not a police officer. Carl's a big-time Wilf Chamberlain runner guy. Yeah, exactly. So who knows? But yeah, they, he does change the timeline here again by not letting them go skiing. Right. Which well, maybe is the way it should have gone. Maybe, uh, you know, if they let them go skiing and then they adopt the two children, as a, maybe that's how they... Because you were saying that there was originally a plan... For a second one. For a second one. And I presume that the, the plan would probably have been to somehow have uh, yep. Judy and Peter play the game. 
allegedly now from what I can see around only about 10 to 12 people actually got to read the script. Mm. And when Robin Williams read it, he just went, no, not having that. No, and I I presume that's what they were going to do. It was going to be the kids played the game and somehow Alan and Sarah got dragged into it or their kid plays it or something. Yeah, something like that. Or they get it as a present or something. Yeah, no, and I'm, I'm I'm glad they didn't go with that. I'm glad that William, like Robin Williams, shoots it down because this film didn't need a second. It also shows his mentality to movies that he didn't just want to make money. anything. Yeah, well, you see, two hundred eighty million. He said this made. What would a second would have made? Yeah, um, but like before this, he had taken a few stinkers on. Yeah, um, and then now he's obviously learned and he knows his value and he he's getting better at reading scripts and going, yeah, this this will be a good one. Um, but the, the film ends with Jumanji getting washed up on a, a beach somewhere with the drums playing again. Yeah. So it did always leave itself open to be. Oh yeah, it would always continued. set up another one. It was always left to be continued as another one. But I I like how it went about. Yeah, it was pretty you know, fun. Yeah, and like it's it's a it's a good ending to it, and then obviously they've they've now made newer ones, which I I quite enjoy. I did. I did um, enjoy. Now I enjoyed the first one more than I enjoyed the second one. Yeah, well, I, I think that I think that was always going to be the way. It's easier to do the first one and, and any, anything with Jack Black is gold. Yeah, and The Rock and Kevin, Kevin Hart, Hart like, and yeah, it's, well, uh, they, they, I think they casted that perfectly. Oh, they did it very well. Yeah, I th- I think it's and I I think it is very good. It's a very good continuation, and I was glad it was a continuation rather yeah. than a remake. Well, like I was, we said that was. I think it was originally tipped as a remake, and, and the then, rock went, "Nah, I'm not uh, having that. <laughs> I'm not having a a film by by my name that yeah, says well, that wasn't as good as Rob Williams' one." <laughs> the Rock doesn't put his name to bad mo- or, uh, bad movies away. No, I can't uh, say that either. Yeah, no, there's been a few bad ones, but <laughs> you'd, you'd have to be a brave man to think you could, you know, step into the shoes of Rob Williams. He's and not. Did, he's not even the same kind of character. Like even yeah. Kevin Hart, as good a comedian as he is, it's a very not different. The same. Yeah, it's very different. Well, I, the one thing I do like about the new one, and it's not 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 like we don't normally not talk about new films here, but I like in the new one that they, uh, he obviously one guy has gotten trapped in the the video game the for Easter years, eggs, yeah. But it has, you know, who's Alan Parrish? Yeah, there's little tips to all of it. Yeah, it? I did like that that they had that little throwback. But there was another him. there was another piece that one of them's wearing a pair of runners and it has Parrish shoes on it. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of little throwbacks, and I did yeah. think that was very very good in it. I did when I when I when we seen it in the cinema, I, I seen who's Alan Parrish. I was like, they did do it. I don't I don't know if they say Parrish actually. I, they definitely say who's Alan, and he goes. I don't who's, know. Uh, no, I think they do say Alan Parrish or who's AP. Yeah, like they they definitely say Alan, and you're like you're the other guy's just like I don't know, yeah. which you know why would he know? I suppose. Yeah. It was but, a little uh, tip to the the cartoon show they did as well because the way that that sort of little place that he was living was set up. Yeah. It was very I similar like, to the cartoon. I like that cartoon now, to be fair. And that was a good that, crack, actually. That yeah. was a little bit different because the kids obviously always get sucked into the game. Yeah. And awful, then, then the worst, he, worst players ever. He he helps them solve their riddle each time. Yeah. And then they get out. But the problem is he doesn't know his riddle. So it's a different concept to the film. Yeah. Well, I, I actually, I, I actually thought it was really good as but well. Like yeah, that, like little treetop place that he was living in is set up like that in the show. Yeah, it's and a, it was like, yeah, it's a very nice little Easter egg. But yeah. uh, we better leave that, it there. Yeah, that's it for for this week. We'll be continuing on with uh, another Robin Williams '90s film. We're not going to tell you week. what it is yet. You'll well, have to tune in to find out. Yeah, you'll have to tune into the next episode to find out. But until then, good luck. <laughs>